This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Griffin, the Bad Boys of Comedy video game design here back at it again with another Cool Game Sync, episode 28. Hi, Nick. Hi, it's 29. I'm Nick. That's some of the hard comedy that we're going to bring to the table. Sometimes we do the numbers. It, do the numbers wrong? It's, it, it's, fun. it's part of our whole irreverent style, I think, that we don't we don't get pressed over some stupid numbers. We're going to come at you a little, a little bit harder this time than maybe you're used to um with a little bit more just sort of random irreverent south park humor um i don't know if you've noticed nick but you and i have developed a sort of persona uh persona persona for golden online Mm -hmm. of whenever we do anything together like you and i could get together and do a youtube video where we deliver a eulogy for like a a, uh you know a friend that has passed and all of the comments would be like love these soft sweet boys right and we need to. You're saying you want to swing it, the pendulum in the other direction and get a little grit, grit it up a bit. I just want our pH balance to be balanced. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to come at these these folks, these nice folks that are listening and supporting us. I don't want to be too acidic. But right now we are absolute base, basic. and I, are, I want to be like I want to be dangerous a little bit. You know, we're a little too basic right now. You could say. I just want to be a little bit unpredictable. I don't want every because because I think there's a lot of people who comment. They see we post a thing and they're like soft boys, and if they stop to watch it, like well, they don't know who we talk about. We could have gotten really rowdy and random in there. That's true. So let's just keep that in mind this episode and just try to be just a little, you know, a little. I can't even pretend. No, it's, I can't even pretend. Well, you can't even pretend to be be just an edgy. Come on, give me a little, give me a little bit of that that South Park humor that you you love so dearly. Well, I know a lot of people like to joke about like Harambe, but it's sad to me. Mm. See, if you can't get over the Harambe hump, that's what they call it in like in in writers' rooms down in Los Angeles. Uh, they kind of when on your first week on Family Guy, they're like, if you yeah. can't get over that Harambe hump, they kick you out. That's kind of. I the, don't think I made it. I don't think I made for the for the Holly for the Holly weird world. Seemingly not, but um, I just it's sad to me that the the gorilla perished. Well, how did we do with our video game last week on Cool Games Inc. episode 27? You're talking about Thuds? <laughs> yeah, dog. Uh, Thuds was an interesting one. Okay. Uh, well, tell and me here's everything. why. Um, everybody who played it loved it. Okay. But I think, and we probably could have seen this coming, the name was a big stumbling block for a lot of critics and a lot like of players. at least one of us did see it coming. Yeah, it might have been me. I feel I definitely remember saying... No one's gr- quite sure, because we erased episode 27, so right. we can't, nobody actually has anymore, so we can't go back and listen to who it was. So who, who knows? But I, I definitely remember saying at one point, Griffin, we can't just call it thuds. That doesn't really communicate the WarioWare uh, inspiration. You know, like uh, every every Dark Souls knockoff game has some Souls-ish word in the title these days. We probably should have put in where. We should we should have put in we put in where, yeah. Put in where in there. Putting where would have been a good name mm. too, but we didn't think about that. We gotta we? we gotta alternate, do a food game every other week. So put in where will be maybe twenty nine. Yeah, well let's, no, let's no, see if we can. This is twenty nine. Thirty. Thirty. No organic promises, okay? Yeah, you're right. I mean, no, I mean, no promise. It's got to be organic. I'm sorry. My kitty's meowing at me. I don't know if you can hear him, but I, 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 what if he's injured? What if he's, what if he's been hurt somehow? This is that Harambe hump again, Griffin. It's actually affecting the podcast. You're, you care for animals more than you care for our listeners, more than you care for me. Um, let's, uh, let's start doing some, some suggestions. What do you say? Sure. Uh, here's one from Sweet Zard on Twitter who says, procedurally generated cha-cha slide. Now you're, okay. now you're. Oh my god, this is great! This could be like a fun folk game, of just like slide to the left, slide to the left, slide to the left, slide to the right. See, well, my my, yeah. my concern would be, uh, like to the left. Take it back now, y'all. 179 hops this time. Like we would have oh. to put a limiter on it to prevent it from 
going well that's not how the song works the song doesn't stack the integers on top because it, others otherwise it'd be like uh th- well it does i guess three yeah. hops this time yeah, Shit. at one point there's a uh like 10 hops this time i'm pretty sure maybe i'm thinking of touch a slide part two does that does it ever come out because there's definitely a moment where he's like he says the casper slide part two he does a little teaser at the end the casper slide that's what he calls it in the song he calls it the Casper slide? It's, there's, it's weird. It's Yeah, go back and listen. It's different from how you remember it. It's kind of a Berenstein Bear situation. I guess I, I feel like we would need it to be... We couldn't have it be completely random. You know what I mean? We need a, some sort of yeah. control to the algorithm. Well, no, because think of, it, think of it this way. What type of space could this dance take place in? Because if you, if you do it in a, like a rectangular dance hall, yeah, maybe you're at right. a wedding, and it's like, uh, take it back now, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. Right. Like, oh shit! Like, oh no, we're like, we're on top of the bride and groom's table right now. Yeah, We've that's... just knocked it over to make room for the dance space. I think we're gonna have to collaborate with the Roomba manufacturers and see what algorithm they're using. Yeah, and maybe yeah. Work so that if you in. like are at the proximity wall, it's like, okay, no more. Take it back now. Or, y'all. or yeah, it. if you if you bump up against some sort of object that would make you fall, it just really quickly goes to the left, to the left, and then you're turned around 180 yeah, degrees yeah. and you're safe. Um, this, this is good. I like this. This is a, this could be really fun. Um, there's an endurance component to it too. So if you're playing solo, which is a little kind of a sad image, but if you're playing alone, there's kind of a, how long can you go? And maybe we have it operate under the bop it rule set. So it speeds up over time. It gets harder and harder. Um, how does everybody clap your hands factor into it? That's the thing. Like that's to me, that's the climax of the, of the Casper slide. Yeah, the cha-cha slide. We'll just call it the cha-cha slide. It's regional, okay. I think. Yeah, it's like soda or pop or bagos. Right. I actually, I remember I went to a, a prom once in a state that was not my own. Interesting. And the the way the, the way that the people at that dance reacted to certain parts of the cha-cha slide were different than they were in North Carolina. Yeah. So, uh, the part where it's like, how low can you go? That's like. I don't. I have no idea what people are going to do. Some people like bump it and grind it. Likewise, Some people do a little crab walk situation. Some right. people just lie down on the floor well, and they shake violently. A little crab court. There's also Charlie Brown, which is like yeah. not no, instructional. That's not anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, Susie Susie Q. That's not a dance move. <laughs> Charles Schultz. <laughs> um, do you have any suggestions you'd like to explore? I really want to just kind of. I know. I I shouldn't have started the show with a showstopper like this. We could have. We could have saved this for last. Um, I really like this one from Emotion Side B. By the way, have you dipped in? Not yet, not yet. Dog. I got it. My my shirt, my Carly Rae Jepsen shirt. I got on her tour at her the San Francisco location. Yeah, I feel like I, I, have, I got the same shirt here in the Austin location. We should sync those up someday. We, we should wear them at the same time when we record. We do our first like Skype video episode of Cool Games Inc. and we're both uh-huh. conspicuously wearing the same uh, the CRJ same Carly merch. Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Um, no, um, I, I need to be wearing it while I listen to it, so I haven't dipped yeah. in yet. It's it's eight bangers, eight out of eight bangers. Like Jeez, these B, these B sides are better than basically everybody else's A sides. <laughs> that's that's nuts. Carly though, huh? That's Carly. That's how she do it. Anyway, uh, emotion side B, which is good soy bun on Twitter, says boy band maker like style savvy trend setters, but for boy bands, choose the names, the style, the themes, etc. This is so good. I'm imagining a sort of a uh, rhythm game RPG. Uh huh. With a bit of lemonade stand simulator in there, only instead of lemonade, it's boys and they're singing and dancing. Okay, I do like that. I think also like we've kind of had a boy band revival in the past two or three years. You know what I mean, or, or even longer than that. So like, obviously we have the '90s options in there. That's that's a no brainer. But then we've also got your One Direction type boy bands. We've also got your sort of K-pop acts. We've got right, right. I right, wanted right. to span all flavors, and maybe we divided up Nintendo style I, into different different breeds ooh, of boy band on different cartridges. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know how I like that money, but I I don't think we're gonna have you recreate One D. Um, no. or as I call, as I call them firsted, um, I think, I think you make your own sort of thing and then you try, you have like different meters. So it's like, there's a big market share out there for just really, really very cute boys. Mm-hmm. And so you add a fifth member to your boy band, which is called, um, sunshine, sunshine guys. Mm hmm. 
and you had a fifth member. They had four members. They're like, we're happy to announce. And you have to like draft a press release. We're happy to announce. We've got a fifth member joining us. And his name is like Little Little, little Dez. Dez is a good name for him. I Hi, guys. I'm Little Dez. And you get to design Dez's style. Mm-hmm. Um, singing skills. There's special singing skills, which you can unlock with new scrolls. And then you get them all on stage together. And you have to do like a performance using the rhythm game. And I think it's like a you get one shot. And if you turn it off, it saves as a failure. Because like we got to yeah. set a high, high stage. We'll, we'll have yeah. a Fire Emblem save system in there where you can maybe quick save, but once you load that quick save, the save it's gets gone. deleted. Yeah. Uh, and I, s- I think it's, you put it on, and if you do good, you earn more money, and you can use that to upgrade your boys with augmentation. I think also, yeah, first, wait, literal augs? Like machinery augs? Because that could be a fun direction to take it. Get some Deus Ex action in They should have called the band Fun Direction. <laughs> they should have called their band Fun Direction. We could call our game Fun Direction. Because I think, like, don't misunderstand. When when I mentioned the different styles, you, you're not... I mean, you're free to remake existing bands if you want, but I think we want this tool to be so robust that you can make an NSYNC, but then you can also make a Big Bang, and you can make everything in between. You can have a rap element to it if you like. I think, yeah, for I, sure. I think that this, this idea... Oh, and that- then the comp- competitive mode, definitely, competitive multiplayer, like, you would definitely make your boy band, like, fight against other people's boy bands. Directly or indirectly? How do you D- picture that? Uh, it, could be as- it could be asynchronous. <laughs> yeah, definitely asynchronous how about, how about very directly? How about they charge oh. into each other like a oh. Roman battle, and they just run at each other? Because that okay. could be so fun. So that's something you gotta kind of keep in mind is, like, in addition to, like, I want to... Little Des is like spin is at nine, mm-hmm. sing tenor six. Not great, but not too bad. Cuteness ten, like best, like triple S. Cuteness ten, armor five, armor and five. that's a problem. so that's a problem. Is, is if Little Des gets in a fight, I think that's a fun line to have to straddle as the player is is striking this balance between making a boy band that is cute and is also well protected. And so if he's wearing like a a sort of feathery v-neck it's extremely lightweight that's that's a lot of cuteness points right there but it's not very protective have in a we battle. just de- have we just did we just go ahead and develop fire emblem tokyo mirage sessions <laughs> in a way in a way but this is sort of a uh a, a western take on it a more a more 1d friendly you know it's a bummer is i i got that game and i was so excited for it and then i realized that you could not play it uh completely on the wii u gamepad it's one of those games where like the gamepad only shows like your menu and you have to actually look at the tv to play it right and i haven't played it very much because of that huh and i kind of realized that hmm, i guess i only really play wii u games on the gamepad well, screen when i'm doing other stuff you're gonna love the nx then from the sound of it <laughs> yeah i'm hoping that's what I'm, I'm genuinely psyched for it for that exact reason all right how about another suggestion? This one's a fucking good one. Too. So far, two of two. Yeah, two out of two. We're, we're hitting out of the park. Um, here's one from... <laughs> here's one from Solvent Grandma on Twitter who says, A Nintendogs game, but with the demons from Doom. Okay. So, I, I mean, have you played Doom uh, 2016, Griffin? Uh, yeah, I played it. Okay. Uh, I didn't finish it, but I got to hell or heck. Right. Um, Let's call it heck for the purposes of this podcast. I know we've got that, that big red E next to our our yeah. songs on iTunes now. Um, I got to the part where like, like Satan, like just a big Satan was one of the enemies. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a few to choose from, right? There's the there's Angry Ball. There's Big Satan. There's Jetpack uh, Zombie. Mm-hmm. Well, I so the way Nintendo split it up, right, was you would get two breeds per pack. So you could get well, not exactly. There were two featured breeds, but there'd be multiple. Okay, well, multiple so there, there's the Hellraiser, the Imp, the Lost Soul, the Mancubus, the Cyber Mancubus, Cyber Demon, Kaku Demon. Sorry, one of sorry, one of them's called Mancubus. Mancubus. That's actually a throwback to one. It's the. Do you remember the enemy that's just a real got a big big <laughs> belly? A big, big, big. He's the one yeah. who rip his heart out and put it in his mouth. He's called a mancubus. That's a mancubus. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name, huh? Shit, dog. Yeah, that's a really good name. What's a cyber mancubus then? Oh, it's just him, but he's got robot stuff on. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Who? So you're you like the ball guy? Is that who you'd want to be petting in this? I situation? like the angry ball, and I'd love to take care of one of those. Mm. And but I take him on walks and stuff, and maybe we find coupons or something. As we, I I don't remember Nintendo Dogs very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember? Because Doom has those things that are just those giant skulls with demon horns that come flying at your face. Yeah, I'd love to tame one of those because they're so rowdy. They're probably they're one of really the, cute. Yeah, they're cute and they're rowdy. What's uh, the cutest demon? Probably, I, man, probably Mancubus. The well, the, maybe he's got that cute tummy. But there's what are the orb guys called? Is that an imp? 
No, the, the imps are the fireball are, ones. I think they're called mad balls with a Z. <laughs> right. They're licensed mad balls. Well, there's the possessed scientists that don't do any like damage. You know, those guys are just kind of like, Woo-hoo. but that's slavery. If you just have one of them, I guess and so. they live in your 3ds. Um, the revenant could be fun. He's the jetpack guy. Get him going. Um, Kako demon. Kako demons are those Kako big orbs demons. with all those nasty, nasty teeth, a big mouth in there, and the dangling arms. That could be fun. There's one. Uh, in, the, in, in the original Dune, they were called Mad Balls with a Z. Mm-hmm. So. I, I understand that they probably would want to change. I think they weren't able to renew the license. It was like when Monkey Ball had to take all the dole stickers off the bananas. They had to unmad balls the Kako demon. Yeah. Um. How about this one? And it was sent in by Andrew Owens, Andrew T. Owens on Twitter. says, Nine Lives colon Origins, the video game prequel to the hit Kevin Spacey blockbuster, Nine Lives. Oh, can you quickly recap the that film for me? Oh, you you genuinely don't know? Or I, is this a I missed I missed Nine Lives. He gets turned into a cat by Christopher Walken. No, he doesn't. And you really aren't? That's a real movie? It's out now. You could go to. It's you an, could hang up on this Skype call and go watch it in theaters now. No, there's not a new movie where where Kevin Spacey gets turned into a cat. <laughs> I can't tell if this is a a, a work or not. I'm not do. I'm not joking. Or I can't tell if you're joking. Kevin Spacey, I guess, is like real shitty to his family, and so Kevin Christopher Walken turns him into a cat, and it's, he turns him into the family cat. And apparently, I read a review. Apparently, during this whole period, Kevin Spacey's man body his mancubus body mm-hmm. is comatose and his family like struggles with the decision of whether or not to sort of unplug him what? and that and that is like the timer for him to work out his his moral issues most while in feline holy form. holy shit like most movies where like oh it's a teen and the mom switched body like most of them don't really deal with the hardcore don't logistics. have a death a loss condition <laughs> yeah i like that sure. they i like that they fully logicked it out they're like okay but what happens to kevin's body right that matter has to go somewhere it turns out it stays there he gets knocked out well, and when they find his body, he's naked, and he's midway shitting in a litter box. And he's like, they find me like, oh, our dad is very sick. Dude, I, okay, I'm uh, I'm escalating this to me being 75% sure that you're, you're telling the truth. That part was, that, that part was a lie. I can't, but like, why would that be false and the rest of it true? Do you know what I mean? Like, nothing about this ought to exist. The weird thing is they don't show the scene that what's it, the movie got a weird edit because mm-hmm. the scene where Christopher Spacey, which is their <laughs> Super Saiyan fusion. Oh, is that in the movie? Do they combine it at any point? Because that's, <laughs> no, that, that's scene, my ticket the, sold right the there. The scene where Christopher Walken transforms Kevin Spacey into the cat got cut from the theatrical release of Nine Lives. And so it's just like in one scene, he's a man who's probably a lawyer and he's neglecting his family. And in the next scene, he's a cat and they don't they just don't explain the damn the 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 damn thing. The whole premise of the movie, you mean? Right. And so I think in the video game, it's rife with potential to fill that in to fill in the gaps a little. Okay. All right. I like so so this. So this is sort of a middle chapter kind of a here's what you in missed media, in media res yeah mm-hmm. it would be of the deleted scene from um nine lives where christopher walken turns kevin spacey into a cat for being such a shithead to his children and wife i just wonder how long is that are you imagining like a 90 minute like sort no of it's art like game? you download it on your ipad and then it's it's over with okay maybe it's just the scene from the movie but you have to press buttons or else the app crashes you never see that functionality do you mm-hmm I mean, that was essentially what I just described the functionality of literally every Sega CD game, which is like, press right. Well, you didn't press right. That's it. Game over. The the disc stopped spinning. And it won't start. Um, I don't want to play this game. All right. Do you want to talk about it, though? (laughs) Sure. I guess, I mean, we don't have to be in love with every game we sell. No, I hate this game. Fuck it. Let's move on. Okay. Um, Here's one from Pat Bear who says, a DDR-style game that rewards you for being off-rhythm. Now that seems very challenging. That seems so. Hard I've actually I've got like I have, I've got like perfect rhythm. So yeah, I could see why that would be a tr- be a problem for you. I've actually I I have some friends who are pretty like competitive DDR players, and I've seen them do a. There's like they have tournaments like this where it's something called Great Attack, where uh like 
perfects are the best note you can oh get in DDR. Oh my that's that's so great. That would yeah. be so hard. Greats are like the second best note you can get in DDR. So your goal, because at the end it shows you how many per- excellence you got, how many perfects, how many greats, how many goods, how many misses. Your goal is to get the most greats against other players who are trying to do it. So in a sense, this actually sort of exists already. But I guess, how would we gussy this up? Like, DDR has great attacks augmented into it by the players. What if we made a game around it? How would that How would that surface? I mean, if DDR has, like... DDR would be too easy, I think, if you're just trying to miss everything, because you can actually see when the notes are coming at you. Right. I was thinking of more of, like, a Crypt of the Necrodancer, okay. where you have to do it on, like... You have to do it in 3-4 time, while the game is moving at 4-4 four, four time. No, that wouldn't math out because you would end up hitting. There is guy. there is an item you can get in Necrodancer though, where you're skipping every fourth note. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know. See, the problem with this is we could also just include this as a mode in, um, boys too too cute to be real. The video game simulator of boy bands. Oh, so there's a rhythm game component. It's like a Project Diva vibe. Yeah, I told you this. They where you can fight your friends. And you you train your boys. I just got so hung up on the idea, I guess, of actually f- them fighting that I yeah, sure. forgot about the competitive hardcore rhythm. What kind of because there's so many types of rhythm game out there now, Griffin. Yeah. Like, what what kind of format do you want? Well, to do? I would probably model it after the only good rhythm game, which was Guitaru Man for the PlayStation I've, Two. What the? F- why has there not been another analog stick pointed in a uh, direction based rhythm game? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was Guitaru Man Lives for the PSP, which they printed about thirteen copies. Wasn't that of. a kind of a port of Guitaru Man? Yeah, it was an exact literal. Cool. Port. So if I want to play Guitar Man at an even lower resolution than the PS2, I'm not fucking kidding you. Every time I go to a video game store that sells used video games, look for Guitar Man. Not, not present. Not there. Do you do you have a PSP to play it with? Like, um, no, I'm, I look for the PS2 version. Oh, gotcha. Uh, how about this one? And it was sent in by uh, Drew Davenport, the Davenporter. Thank you, Drew. Says, use the prey mechanic of controlling inanimate objects to drive history's greatest minds insane. Um, just one point of clarification here. Prey, the upcame, uh, uh, upcoming game from Arcane. Mm-hmm. It's going to be published by Bethesda. They showed it off a bit at um, QuakeCon, which I went to, God, earlier this month. Um, you aren't controlling inanimate objects. Okay. You are literally turning into them. So <laughs> you right. look at a you look at a cop. Do you know anything about Prey? No, I just saw that trailer during E3. I didn't see any of the QuakeCon stuff, but I'm assuming how oh, it works is t- it looks tight as fuck. You, you it, tell you, me if this is right. You turn into, for example, like an alarm clock, and then you have uh, about thirty minutes, I guess, to decide what to do while your family takes your body and decides whether or not to put you down permanently. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> No. So you're on this space station and there's bad aliens on the space station and they want to kill you. First of all, one of the aliens is called a mimic and it can just be anything. What the How's f- your fucking scary ass game? Because you're walking and like pointing your gun and shooting every object. That rules. Every trash can, everything thinking. It's I love be the an idea alien. of like mimics as you see them in like Souls games and RPGs. They're usually just a treasure chest with big scary teeth, but like a oh, game only, where anything like can be. This, this demo was like every minute. Like five things jump out Fuck. to try to kill you. I, that's one of those one of those rare ideas where I'm like, I kind of wish we came up with that yeah, before dog. they did. Uh, here's the here's the second great idea they came up with. You get that power at a certain point in the game, and so you can mimic any object, and you can use that to solve puzzles. So like, there's one where there's a desk with like this glass partition with a little hole in it. Um, and you, there's a coffee cup sitting on the desk. You transform into a coffee cup sitting on the desk, and you roll through that hole, and then all of a sudden you're on the other side of the parti- partition. It's totally Christ. dope. But that, what's important to remember there is you're not controlling an inanimate object. You are becoming a fucking cup, or you're becoming a garbage can. How was your day? There was a weird existential bit there in the middle where I, beca- where I was an actual literal garbage can. <laughs> so that part was a little bit strange. Like my body form ceased to have like a spine and ribs and skin and stuff and i was a garbage can with a hole full of trash in it so hold on a second when you turn into a garbage can do you turn into this trash do you become trash in that can as well did you see how would that work i don't work? think they get that i don't think they get quite that katamari damacy on it but maybe because that seems you complicated if someone if you get if you get a george costanza coming in there pulling a cannoli or whatever out of your garbage can and taking it with you then when you do turn human again you could be missing a very key body part um and that seems problematic as well yeah hmm. um this game driving history's greatest minds insane yeah i'm trying like, to focus on that i'm mostly just excited about prey now but i'm yeah, excited about this a, idea it's gonna be a very good video game. it's kind of the, the situation though that we're describing is kind of a 
like a mind geist situation. You know, geist on the GameCube. Oh hell yeah, dude. yeah. This is mind geist where you're trying to you're in I I don't know Hitler's office trying to freak him out, scare him with a um, clock. Yeah, but then we're just talking about geist. It's, Let's move on. It's been done. All right, let me let me let me get an idea for you then. Here, here's one from Daniel of Carroll on Twitter who says, "No Man's Sky, but your goal is to find Waldo," um, <laughs> which appeals to me because I I've only played probably three four hours of No Man's Sky, but I love this concept that <laughs> you spend forty hours plugging away trying to get to the middle of the the universe, and then you get yeah. there and it's just a dude in a red and white shirt, and the text pops up on screen and says, "There he is." You did it. You did it. Bye. It, it, and then this has been down. and then the credits roll, and it just says, "No Man's Sky, a game by Peter Molyneux." <laughs> yep. Um, by the way, we should mention uh, that the last episode clocked in in around 57 minutes or so. Uh, the original runtime of episode 27. <laughs> we got to talk about this. Was uh, about an hour 26. I cut literally nearly a half hour of us complaining about No Man's Sky out of it. Because l- listening back to it, it was the most like... Was so bratty, huh? It was the brattiest shit basically <laughs> fucking ever. Like any any sort of salient points we made while, while talking about about the video game no man's sky and about delivering on messages and creating those messages while you're in the process of creating an ambitious game we're completely lost by us just fucking complaining like and then sometimes you get blueprints and you've already got the blueprints <laughs> for 30 fucking minutes i would say here's what i I think we had some good points i would say not a fun listen so i, I very listen. much stand by the decision to, to cut that out um here's here's an idea uh, from Tulia Lath underscore Tulula, we'll just say Tulula on Twitter, uh, who says bullet heck like bullet hell, but more wholesome. Um, is it still very difficult? I, that's the question, right? Is the wholesomeness coming from the subject? Because bullet hell games, um, aren't particularly, with a few exceptions, they're not particularly lurid. They're usually yeah. pretty. T- it's just spaceship shooting. Spaceships. Well, I mean, I would actually disagree. I feel like most of them have like. At some point, the boss turns into, like, you're shooting the clothes off something. That does, that's probably 20% of them right there. But for that's the, a lot. You understand that that 20% is a lot of uh, game genre for that to be true. I about, guess right? you're right. Is like, a, if, 20, if 20% of Call of Duty games were like, and at some point, you shoot the clothes off a, off a dude. Right. If 20% of Madden games had fully robust, terrible clothes physics, I think... Uh, where, you, oops! Show's canceled, folks, because here's the, here's the nug. Can you Are you kidding me? I'm just picturing like, what if that happened in a real f- football game? <laughs> like, how would they? How do you? Ha- if one dude's pants rips and his uh, wien- wiener come out, uh, I think they kind of he he gets a little embarrassed. He cover up his wiener. He goes walk yeah. to the bench and sit down. Okay. What if it happens to five players? Like that's it, a lot. It, that's what a if it happens deal. to five players in 90 seconds? How do the refs handle it? How does the live broadcast handle it? Do the cameramen all have to point their cameras straight up at the sky? Yeah. There's a lot of logistical There's a issues. lot of qu- There's a lot. There's a super, I mean, a lot of questions. You know what they say? Well, Statistically, the greatest coincidence of all would be if coincidences never happened. And by that logic, I have to imagine that there are so many games of football played a year that at some point it's going to happen. There's going to yeah. be a football game where all the players uh, pants fall down and their wing wongs so, hang out. So Madden's not going to let us do this. No, I, I, with the agreements that they had, the the binding agreements that Madden has with the NFL Association, um, they're not going to let us just like rip off Randy Moss's nasty shorts, right? Because well, there's a fine print that says no asterisk, no wing. Randy Moss, that's that's built into everybody's contracts, especially into a player's contract mm-hmm. as with a, as a, a, an esteemed catch. Uh, rating as Rand, Rand, Randall Moss, um, but maybe Backbreaker will let us get it. The, that yes, sort of functionality. Now in we're the game. talking because Backbreaker for people who maybe aren't familiar, it was like a was it was it downloadable? It was like an Xbox 360 weird. Uh, no, this was this was a full oh, fledged boy. release. I'm pretty sure Backbreaker ruled. Backbreaker was a uh, a football game unlicensed so none of your favorite football teams are in it probably what were some of the what were some of the can we can you oh, give me some of the teams that were in backbreaker there was the buffalo uh tossers there was the uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be tossers it definitely wouldn't be tossers that's like brit that's a british derogatory term there were the piss takers yeah the bobs your uncles is <laughs> right <laughs> the groovy babies, the groovy babies. Um, there's some good ones in there. Uh, but the, the point of that game was that... I'm, I'm going to look up the exact team I would list. love to know. But uh, for people who don't know, Backbreaker was a game 
where uh, they had none of the football licenses. Instead, what they were hoping they could sell the game on was this extremely robust physics simulation. So the entire game had these like sort of procedural uh physics almost almost like uh i guess grow home actually isn't a bad comparison it yeah. used kind of the same uh, i think euphoria tech that you saw in games like star wars the force awakens where like you'll drag is that what it's called star wars the force game unleash unleash thank you the force unleashed where like if you if you used the force and grabbed a stormtrooper and brought him near a ledge he would like grab onto the rail it's the same physics that they used uh when you get drunk in gta 4 and gta 5 and your character kind of stumbles around but still is able to stand um they used that tech to make a football game with extremely realistic physics and it was hilarious there's actually a backbreaker xbla exclusive game that was just a bunch of dumb arcadey mini games with those physics that i i really oh, enjoyed sick. All right, I'm just going to read some of the names of the backbreakers. There's actually a, a Wikipedia article called The List of Fictional Sports Teams, and I've been scrolling wow. through it. Backbreakers' list of fake teams is actually, like, better than most. Pretty good. The, let me tell you about the Baltimore Cannons. Yes. Or the, the, the Birmingham Irons. I want to see the Baltimore uh, Cannons logo so bad. Some of them are a little less good. Like the uh, oh the Cincinnati Hogs actually fuck that <laughs> that's great what are you talking the, about the merchandise of the Cincinnati Hogs how about the DC lawmakers <laughs> okay it's a little on the nose a little literal it's the DC White Houses <laughs> like you... how about the Fresno Wildfires I doubt oh, that would be mm, I doubt that one would stick that's a little mean it's like the the, the San Andreas fault lines like let's yeah. not bring up the the bad parts that was a i love the idea of of all these people these natural motion employees sitting around a a table kind of in a a sort of a writer's room vibe where they're they're all working together on a Um, philadelphia liberty is my favorite backbreaker sports team and my favorite billy joel concept album (laughs) what what else do we have i mean there aren't that many i mean how about the the miami thunder the Michigan Tanks, the Los Angeles Raptors, tanks the Little Rock Maulers. There's, there's some good names. I'm enjoying these because I'm enjoying having to picture the mascot suit for each of these. Like, is there a man in a big plush tank costume that's kind of a cute tank? Uh, for the for DC lawmakers, it could just be the Bill from uh, Schoolhouse Rock. It's just a Bill. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, um, let, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, but before we move on, I whoop. Natural Motion, the people who made Backbreaker, yeah. they uh, got bought by Zynga. Oops. Two years ago, uh, probably because they had a, they made a game called Clumsy Ninja, an iPhone game that was like moderately popular, and now I haven't heard from them. So I'm sure they're still making games. I'm just not playing them. But um, I Backbreaker should have been a hit. I don't know what happened. It couldn't have been the fact that there were no sports teams in the sports game. It's probably. I back- mean, here's the thing: the best fucking football games in the last decade were not made in the Madden franchise. I'm talking about shit like. Backbreaker, I'm talking about like NFL 2K, those sports games beat the shit out of the Madden franchise. Wasn't there like a, they, a Blitz reboot f- recently all- that had yeah, like yeah. no real sports teams in it? Um, There was All Pro Football 2K8. All Pro Football 2K8. <laughs> Do you remember All Pro Football 2K8? Bl- this, was, I- uh, this was a visual concepts jam. Mm. I believe it or not, I don't recall that. Um, and I think this was another one with fictional... Yeah, okay, here's what it was. All the, the EA uh, has this NFL deal, right? And so 2, 2K wasn't allowed to make their amazing right. fucking super hyper-modular, customizable, amazing RPG-like campaign uh, 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 football games anymore. So they realized there's a loophole in the EA NFL contract, and that was that it only covered active players. So 2K individually contracted the the individual rights to over 240 retired NFL players to fill out the 24 teams that are in the league. So they, on each one, you're only going to get like 10 actual players, and the rest are going to be like hamburger or something like that. They made a um, they made a football AU basically. Yeah, essentially, and that, that's how you get shit like the Pittsburgh Iron Men, the fucking Ohio Red Dogs, mm. the Tampa Bay Top Guns. <laughs> you can't just do a. You can't just do that. That's a the film. Da- the Dallas Gunfighters. Mm, like I'm into that. I'm the into that. Philadelphia Americans. That's one you just can't. Literally, do. there's no the way. The Philadelphia could... Pennsylvania American world. <laughs> you can't just take the name of the country. If you could do that, everyone would do it. We're America's football team. 
Are you, I mean, fucking the Dallas Texans. Like, we can't do that IRL in the meat space. Well, Texans is one thing. Americans is, like, bullshit. because are the you, Dallas Texans, Americans. You're Earth. incorporating all the other 49 states that all your competitors are in into the name <laughs> of your team, and that's Bogota. You cannot just yank that. Oh, well, me, I play for the... I play for the, America. I play for the New Jersey Assassins, but technically, I guess I also play for the Philadelphia Assassins. Right, there is, a, again, another loophole. Can I just say 2K? That's maybe the best fucking, like... So awesome. It's the best fucking game idea ever. Not that it's, like, the the most original concept. It is football. It was a fucking really fun football game. To be like, hmm, oh, you have, like, maybe the most lucrative contract in existence in the history of time and space. Hmm. Let's find that loophole. Okay. Well, now we got John Elway, so eat my butt. There's... What's up now? We got we got Elway in this shit. To... We have D. De- uh, sorry, does your game have Dion Sanders? Because ours has <laughs> Dion Sanders. In it. I, the, to be a fly on the wall in the room when they decided, are we fucking going for this? Are we going to make a football game with all retired football players? Like, are we going to do this? Does anybody have Jerry Rice's phone number? <laughs> Um, I got a I got a toot here, and I think it has promised to maybe be the jam. Do you want to get into it? What do you got? Sent in by Coolio DeFabio, War Chris on or War Chris potentially on Twitter. He says, "Like the show, how it's made, but you have to figure it out yourself." <laughs> All right. So here's what I like about this. Mm-hmm. I think it would have full Steam Workshop support, and you could put together assembly lines, right? Um, that would put that would create real life products, and then the play of the game is you you enter into one of these that somebody has made, and you just try to work out what is being made, what the process is, where the things go, how they plug in together, mm-hmm. where they snap in, where the, how did this, how does this happen to the thing, or maybe you are told like make make a million ladders. And you're like, all right, well, I have to put these pieces of this assembly line together to try and put together a million ladders. Let's see if we can figure this thing out. And, I mean, I also think in order to prevent this from just being Infinifactory, I I want there to be a mode that kind of turns it on its head where you're given a bunch of pieces of an assembly line and you don't know what they're going to make. So you're like, all right, what if I I put this this sort of cylinder here, this thing that looks like the back of a cement mixer, if I move that to the very end and then I've got the glass, liquid hot glass blower in the front what comes out the other end it could be anything and then once you put it together correctly you get to skateboard on it but you gotta be careful you gotta be super careful you you get to or you have to is this you absolutely need to okay to find the cure for the poison that was put in you by your own niece. Okay, so this is a it's a classic poison niece poisoning situation where your niece has poisoned you, just and, like the Count of Monte Cristo. And the the sort of overlords in this dystopian world are are holding the poison cure because your niece hasn't just poisoned you; she's poisoned all of the top. She's poisoned a lot of folks. Yeah, uh, and the, I'm the, talking about Bam Margera. Yeah, and and all of his all of his peers and contemporaries his, that we his, know by name. His retinue. Of jackals. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm imagining the leadership in this universe is holding the only antidote hostage. Yeah. And in order to win it, you have to win this competition. And you need to make the best possible skateboard. But a lot, of, a, lot of your, a lot of your retinue are going to get... They're going to get... They're just going to get chomped up. They're going to die. There's no, let's gonna, not dance around gonna, it. They're going to grind down one belt. And they're not going to get off before the, you know, the bleacher... Or whatever, that like just blast them with bleach, and that's it. That's it. Where's Where's Bob Burnquist? He got he got mashed up. Damn it! It sounds like you're damn, describing damn my niece. You're describing a situation where you set up an assembly line, all these different parts. There's a smasher, a hot blaster, all this stuff, and at the other end comes something that it could be used as a skateboard. And your mission is to get on that skateboard and skate back down the assembly assembly line to the beginning point, surviving all the obstacles, including the hot glass blower and the stomper and all these different obstacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you end up skateboarding your own 
assembly line back home. So like, for example, if you make a really easy assembly line with, it's just, it just spits out a, a puck of cardboard. That's mm. not that hard for you to skateboard. You'll definitely survive it, but your skateboard is shitty and slow and you, you probably won't win the race that way. I see what you're saying. So the more tension. dangerous the assembly line, the better the, the, the board. Yeah. And it can maybe even take a few hits if you're good. So there's a how it's made component, but there's also a, uh, a robot battling component to it. There's, there's layers to this. Can I say something? Yeah. I think I'm more excited about the boy boy band man. I think I am too. Are we are we at that point where you you feel like locking it down, or do we rapid fire? Because I've got a, I've got a few. Sp- Let's rapid fire, but I'm, I really want to dip in. Yeah. Uh, like I want to role play with you and do a whole campaign. We could we could do that. We could work walk players. We'll walk players through one ten minute session in the game. But let's rapid fire real quick and see how we're feeling. Uh, here's one from Casey Kilroy who says survival game set in an anime, comics, or gaming convention. So I'm headed to PAX next weekend. I'm going to PAX West, and this submission is very close to my heart. For this reason, I've I've been to about three of those. I'm imagining. I mean, it already feels kind of. If you've been to any convention, E3, PAX, Comic Con, it feels like you're holding on for dear life, right? Um, kind of, yeah, I guess so. That's a weird way of describing what it's like Just being the, in one of the these. The density of people is so anxiety-inducing that I often feel like I'm going to die. And I, 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 maybe, I mean, maybe this is what the next Dead Rising should be—that you're at, you're at a con, trying to survive, like some sort of crisis steps in. I'm imagining, like, it sounds like when they say survival game, I'm imagining a multiplayer Steam game with a survival component. So right off the bat, I would say. Don't if we're doing packs. Don't go to the that subway in the Seattle Convention Center because everyone's going to head straight there. It's going to be stripped dry of all deli meats right yeah, off the I bat. Yeah, I mean the, the the fucking expert level version of this is going to be E three where there just is no food anywhere, right? And so like that's just going to be a short run. I know short, you unfair. You had a good experience enjoying those uh those tacos at E three this year. Jesus, don't get me started on these fucking quote unquote tacos. <laughs> They're very pricey too, if I remember correctly. It was like here's forty, here's forty dollars. What do I get for this? Uncooked taco meat <laughs> and uh, overcooked shells. How'd you swing that? All right, <laughs> right whatever. This tough. Um, this this. About, what do you got? I got one here uh, from Ricky. It's a two parter. One from Ricky Romero who says you have to smuggle snacks into a movie theater, but you're only wearing t shirt shirt and shorts. Mm-hmm. And then follow up an alley oop from uh, Kristen uh, Christian Ang on the same Christian submission. Ang. Uh, yeah, who says, and all the employees are food-sniffing dogs. Oh, Christian, boy. slow your roll a little bit, because I think you jumped from, from A to to K there. Um, I think the, the first, I think it's a, it's like one of those games where, like, the first level is you just have, like, a poncho and Jinko jeans and one small package of red vines, and you got to get them in the yeah, front door. Yeah, that's easy. That's a tutorial right there. Level two, same front door, same ticket taker. Maybe they're not Jinkos. Maybe they're they're you know a bootcut Levi. Yeah. And each time you, there's just less and less and less stuff. And then by like level level twenty three is like now there's dogs. Now you're wearing shorts and t-shirts. Now it's like four things are red vines and uh, a share size box of Skittles. So you got the rattle. So there is a noise component. Oh my to gosh! It I love well. this. Is like a Hitman. Uh, twenty sixteen Hitman has this this system called Escalations. They're these like one off missions you can do on on every stage so for the first one it'll be go kill this chef and then the second time you replay that mission will be kill this chef with a knife and the third will be kill this chef with a knife while dressed as his dad and then the fourth time it'll be like kill the chef with a knife and hide the body within 30 seconds and also you have to kill this guy who's halfway across the map within 90 seconds and you have to stash both their bodies in the same like it's i i feel like this podcast is turning to a hitman advertorial uh, but like i want to play this game dude so it's fucking bad I, it's so the tutorial is like really good too i it, it's it's worth checking out um but yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good point of reference for how we might escalate it. And then maybe over, maybe, maybe how about we just steal the Hitman model completely? So each month or each, every two months, like we're, we're constantly adding new content to this theater. But then mm. like in November, we're going to release another theater that is, has a completely different staff. Yes. Maybe this is just a Hitman mod, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I think I'd that's what we're with dealing that. with here. Um, but like you could start doing like the IFC theater in New York. Maybe Carnegie Hall is the last level. Like you're you're just sneaking bigger and bigger. You're sneaking a foot-long Subway sandwich into, like, the, the Hollywood Bowl. Do you know what I mean? It's going to yeah, just sure. keep building and keep building. When I worked at a movie theater, which I did for uh, about a year and a half, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't give a shit if people... There was a Starbucks right next door, and so people would, like, get their Starbucks coffee and come into the movie, and I'd be like, yep, you got to throw that away, because um, they weren't supposed to bring in any outside food or drink. I didn't give a fuck. I let people come in. There was one thing mm-hmm. flip my 
flip my red flag up and I would actively deny people, which is if they came to the concession stand and they said, can I just get an empty cup? But they didn't order like another drink that maybe they wanted to share it in or a big thing of popcorn and they just want to like put a small bit in an empty cup that they could give to a friend. Just ordered an empty cup. Do you want to guess why they would just need like a plain empty cup? uh, All my guesses are gross. What's the actual reason? Oh, for their dip, for their for them to oh, spit their dip out into. Okay, not for the... And then just sort of leave it there on the ground so when you're walking through, like, picking up napkins and stuff uh, while you clean up the aisles, you just punt, you, you fucking punt it right. 15 yards so, and it gets everywhere. By, by accommodating the request, you were actually making future Griffin's life a lot harder. So I'm imagining you learned that and decided to no, no longer give out those cups. Is that what happened? No, cu- people would be like, can I have an empty cup? I'd be like, sorry, it's against policy unless you order something else. I think I, I'm pretty laissez-faire, though, in general about people bringing food into theaters. I think where I draw the line is I had one childhood friend, like... Eight years ago, he did this, and I still think about it like twice a week. Uh, we went to go see a movie at the local movie theater, and he had brought in like a small bag. And in the middle of the movie, he pulls up this paper bag, and he opens it up, and he reaches inside, and he pulls out a to-go container of clam chowder. <laughs> is like by every conceivable metric i guess except for noise it's quieter than popcorn so you got that going for it but it's like it's a liquid it's got a quite an odor to it it requires a utensil like it breaks every law of of theater code in a way that i i've never been able to fully forgive him for i went to see drive angry shot in 3d in the dead of winter while living in chicago with a, a big group of friends and uh two of the people in this group snuck in a big bottle of whiskey that we were then gonna the, the idea is that we were we were gonna pass these two bottles of whiskey up and down the aisle and continue refreshing our drinks so we were blackout drunk by the time we had reached the end of the movie drive angry shot in 3d starring nicholas cage um only one of our conspirators the bottle broke in his jacket and so he kind of disappeared for a long time and basically gave himself a bathroom bath um, and tried to get the, the stink off of him. But he, no, I, no, you no avail. He came home. St- he came back to the aisle just reeking of, Jeez, of sin and, and then had to like walk home in the snow. How do you how do you break? that bottle in that that's way. a fucking super duper good question i went i Didn't went to see uh, <laughs> I, I live with two two men i have two roommates and uh when one of them was out of town um i went with the other to go see uh one cloverfield lane uh is that what it's called one cloverfield lane yeah uh 10 10 10 cloverfield lane um and uh my roommate decides to make a little snack pack so he's put a little some some chocolate almonds in there all sorts of stuff and he also decides to bring in a a glass san pellegrino bottle from the fridge that belongs to my other roommate who's like out of town in los angeles so we're like in the theater it's like a very climactic scene and a very tense thriller of a movie and my roommate like elbows the bottle and knocks it to the ground and it just loudly just (laughs) in a the scene was also by the way dead silent like the protagonist is like hiding in a closet or something and just shatters glass super loud all over the theater and then like two days later my roommate gets home and is like hey have you guys did I leave a bottle of Pelly in the fridge? And I, at that point, actually did not know that it was stolen. And I was like, yeah. Chad, I have oh, a story man. for you. So many bad it, things happened. It died, and it died a pretty crazy death for a drink to, to, to die. Can I say something, though? Yeah. If your roommate called it a bottle of Pelly, they didn't deserve to have this, it in the first place. <laughs> no, you don't get that bottle. Yeah, I, I bought him a, a, a soda stream as a gift, though, for his birthday. And now, now we're Pelly free. How about we get back into boy band maker? Sure. And we just really dip both hands in. Like, cause I love, I'm fucking loving it. I like it a lot too. I want to know, let's, let's pick those, the focal points, the core tenants. What are the core principles of this game? What, what are the going to be the bullet points on the back of the box? Like, what excites you most about boy band maker? I mean, just a lot of boy, like infinite boy. Can you make a, can you make a girl group? Can you make a spice girl? I feel like that's a Pokemon X, Pokemon Y, so maybe. I'm, I, like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to get totally Ubisoft here, but that's a lot of extra animation. Ubisoft, I can't believe how often I have to correct you in the pronunciation of the name Ubisoft. Yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, I think that that's a different product. That I, I feel like if we do that, we want to do it justice and we want to put it, its own time and resources into it. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, the the model the the character models will take, too, take way too way long too long to make, unfortunately for for that. Um, no, I think I think we focus on on contemporary contemporary boy bands. I think um, like how do we? Because this game has potential crossover appeal. I think big time with like kind of the casual sure, sure. audience. How do we swing 
that? How do, how do we make sure that it reaches that? I think the management side of it will be sort of like a Kairosoft game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like Game Dev Story, um, you mean? Game Dev Story, all that. Um, and so you have you hire boys and they join your group and you pick sort of like a genre. And then you, there's like 10 stats, right? What are the stats? Cute, cool, cute. Here, let me write, here, I'll write them down. Please do. Jot them down. We got cute, cool, armor. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Let's do the let's do the performance stats first, and okay. then we'll get into battle stats. Cute, cool, sing, sing. I think hair is really important. Well, hair can be okay. Can you be? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Cute, cool, sing, hair, danger, danger. Right? Yeah, bad boy. But you can only. I think there needs to be a component of like if you have too many bad boys in the group, that's a problem. But if you got no, that's, like, it's, you you've got to be bound. You can't have an all dangerous group. Are you right. kidding me? Exactly. There's that's it, it's there's diminishing returns Cute, on that cool, big time. Sing, hair, bad, <laughs> bad. Well, I was thinking bad like bad boys, but if you want to do danger, I think we'll we'll do danger. Mat- how about this? How about this? How about this? Maturity, maturity. Now there is Myst- there, mystery. I think there's a meter that is beyond your control, which is just the puberty meter. And I oh, think that and that one's just counting up. Yeah, that's the constantly that's the, ticking up. And that's it, the Kevin Spacey coma clock. I, right. Yeah, that's the Kevin Spacey coma <laughs> clock of this game. And it's 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 also problematic because like you don't know what's gonna happen when that switch flips. It could be like when you could have a moment where it's like in XCOM when one of your your teammates just loses their marbles and starts shooting yeah, everyone. For sure. Like your when your guy hits purity, he could decide to leave the band. He could his lose his singing voice. He could get extremely ugly. There are all these possibilities. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to keep Cute, your eyes peeled for? Cool. Sing hair. Danger. Maturity. Mystery. Pubes. I mean, like what? I was just shortening the puberty one to P-U-B, so we'll just call it P-U-B. Okay, I'll, I'll make a note of that. Uh, I'll put it in parentheses next to puberty spelled out normally, and mm-hmm. then we can like really dissect whether or not we want to call it pubes. Mm-hmm. For now, let's just erase puberty and put down pubes and for short, and then maybe later if we want to go ahead and put your name back in, we can do that. Um, what, uh, we- what about... Um, Is dance? Like, do we not have dance yet? What are we doing here? Uh, well, I mean, dance could be... I think dance... Yeah, dance has got to be in it. It's, it's so crucial. But, but I mean, all of uh, the, ideally, you can't have. Here's the thing about dance: the dance stat. Mm-hmm. I don't think that stat can be too much of a variable because, like, if if in 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 sync, obviously, like Justin Timberlake was the Michael Jordan of the of the group, right? Like the stats were too crazy, and you weren't allowed to play as as the Bulls, right? Um, a uh, lot of sports talk this episode. Um, <laughs> but but I think everybody else was pretty close to his level, right? If it was like you couldn't have like a Justin Timberlake and then like a a, a complete joke of a boy out there, because the the discrepancy there would be just be the 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 thing would a boy band is like a good piece of like Roman architecture where if one of the pillars is too short, the whole thing whole thing tumbles down. Out. Yeah, you got like you could have a. A great dancer, but in some situations, that's a liability if the rest of your your boys can't keep up. Yeah, but regardless, we want the stat in the game. So that, that the balancing that is going to be actually kind of a difficult. I think so. I think that's up. important. Cute, um, cool, sing, dance, hair, danger, maturity, mystery. Do we want to have just like sex appeal in there, or is that sort of a composite stat based on? I think sexy, and then I think yeah, sexy goes next to charming, and you don't want to have too much of both because that. Or sorry, sexy goes next to cute. I think charm needs to be a component in in the sense of like how well they conduct themselves in interviews, uh, how how well they do uh, how their social media presence is obviously going to be a huge component in two K sixteen. That's a factor. How do we how do we turn these into meters? All right, so this is breaking down into a few categories now that I'm kind of seeing it, and it is like boy, the boy the boy personality categories, and that's like is he cute? Is he cool? Is he sexy? And How's his hair? Do we have is his physiology? Yeah, physiology goes in there too. Then right, so hair dance, etc. Hey, well, no, no, no. Is he dangerous? Is he mature? Is he mysterious? And then there's like performance categories. Like okay, well he's cute and cool. How does he fucking sing? How's he dance? Is he good at those? Does he have any kind of specialty? Is he flexible? Can he jump very high? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and then pu- obviously we have the puberty uh, Kevin Spacey Clomacock. Right. I, I said Clomacock there, yeah, which you is did. not... Clomacock, by the way, is a very rare condition. <laughs> if you have it, I definitely recommend seeing and a what's, doctor. What's really weird? Kevin Spacey's got it. He's got... That's why he doesn't do nude Is it Cloma or Chroma? Because Chromacock sounds kind of beautiful. It sounds I, actually amazing. Yeah. Um, um, no, I love this idea. I think, like, let's let's talk a little more broadly about the managerial aspects of it. Because let's say you make a band full of beautiful, charming boys who can't yeah. sing and can barely dance. You could put a lot of your resources, like Game Dev Story style, Fuck in, yes. into, like, 
getting really great auto-tune software, being, yeah, making so sure that hire... every time they do SNL, there's like a backing track and they're lip syncing. Like managing that side of it could be just Spend as... Spend money on producer, right? Yes. And then like you get that producer to like produce the fuck out of a single album and then you ride that to like movie deals and you know what I mean? Like that's that's got to be part of it. I, so yeah, you could be like a kind of a... The, the star that Brian's shines brightest burns the fastest or some shit where you have like a, a quick hit. You're going for a one hit wonder intentionally. Yeah. Or if you've got a career boy who you, you find, uh, you, you expect to do very, very, very well. Maybe you've genetically engineered this boy with yeah. the, the new expansion pack that allows you to do that. Uh, you can make the perfect boy who you intend to be kind of a lifer and have kind of a Bieber style decade plus career. Um, and you could, I mean, there's other things you could do like, Maybe just the music isn't very challenging, right? Like, there's not a lot of range to the songs that you make for these beautiful, beautiful monsters, right? Um, and I think that could be incorporated into gameplay, like, super duper easily. Like, if you're a producer and you've got uh, boys that can't perform really well, then maybe it's, like, the the actual Guitar Man style performing. It's going to be a lot more difficult. But you get power-ups, and you can use those power-ups. Like you what? Know what I mean? And what would the, what would the uh, metaphor I mean, Auto-Tune would literally just be, like... The game plays itself? The, the game fucking plays itself. You right. stay on the track. Well, no, you still have to press the X button. You just don't have to, like, move the analog stick. Got it. Okay. I'm loving this. I, I think uh, it's important to me because I, I care a lot about about rhythm games that we make sure that component of it is not some lackluster bullshit. I want it to be the the best. I want rhythm game purists. I want it to be like a pre-para situation where like people come in and play it even though they don't give a shit about the stickers that the machine is printing out because they want to play that rhythm game so bad. I want people to – I want just to get to get the hardcore Bimani kids and – the the people who are are playing like the Kim Kardashian iPad game we gotta we yeah. gotta get we we're make gonna, no they're, they're all coming in they're all coming in because the, here's the thing these boys are gonna be hyper customizable mm. hyper customizable no two boy bands are gonna be the same so there's gonna be a lot of social media functionality of you like sharing not oh, only what your band yes. looks like but their best fucking performances like in Tomodachi Life like yes oh my god yes so good we gotta have it plugs right into Twitter you can post videos of your band. You can, God, this is so great. You can follow other people's bands in the game. So, like, oh my when they God. have an album come Nick, out. Nicholas. This is so great. Nicholas. Fuck, I'm going to take the battle thing out because we're too actually good to a genuinely good idea here yeah, for yeah, us yeah. to, like, f- shit all over it. I think the way that competition works is you and a friend challenge each other and you get a single performance you get a single performance, and it's again. If you back out, then the other person immediately wins. You got to put up what you record on a single run, and then both videos get put up, and then you do like a Twitter poll, like online yes. votes for which one. So that way, people are watching the performances. They're engaging with the game. They're engaging with the players of the game in a very real way. I love this. I love it. So you're you're constantly gonna you'll you'll want to be matched against people who have a similar following to your band. I one thing that is still kind of the big question mark for me, Griffin, is. Um, we've got obviously unique boys for every player. We've got a unique build out. We've got unique personality traits. All that can be randomized very easily. Yeah. What, how does the music work? Like the music you hear in the game, is that randomized somehow? Is that generated procedurally? How hard would it be to generate infinite pop songs? I don't know about infinite pop songs. If we went the Vocaloid route, which you know I want to go, yeah. you know I want to go that route. Um, I think we could, it would certainly be much, much easier to put a fuck ton of music in the game Can, and keep it updated, keep it coming, keep it coming, keep it coming, um, which is going to keep people engaged, it's going to keep people on board. I um, I have to ask this because I, I think it, 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 it seems like a no-brainer. People are going to kill us if we don't say this. I want to know, is Sean Murray busy? Is Now that No Man's Sky is out, can we get him to just maths this into a infinite music game he knows how to like compress things right and get to, so like mm, that would be i would love to hear just like take no man's sky copy all rocks and shitty dinosaurs <laughs> change the delete, word planets del- to notes to notes replace dinosaurs with beats and then i love this i think here let me here let me it's a beaver generator beaver generator every beeb procedural i think it would be like hold on let me are you going to procedurally generate a song for us right now? <laughs> Got it. Five hops this time. So, 
and then you would definitely, and then it would be like, what would it layer on next? <clears throat> well, next, obviously, we we need a guitar. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um. So, what would you want? Like a C chord? I think start with a C chord and then just kind of follow oh, your heart. I just accidentally changed the what I just recorded into. Hold on, I've goofed. You've it. turned. Did you just turn all the percussion into guitar notes? Does that answer your question? <laughs> I think it does. <laughs> Come on, get it, get it together. I want to hear the percussion with the guitars over it. Love this. Ooh, that ending. Rugrats, I guess, again, procedurally generated, you would end up with a little bit of the Rugrats. That's the thing about coincidences is that it's more likely that there will be them. Mm -hmm. It's more likely that you will generate the Rugrats theme every single time than that you won't. So I'm going to loop the percussion because that's how they, I mean, No Man's Sky uses a lot of looping, if you know what I mean. What's the next thing that would come in after the, for the No Man's Sky music? I think we need one more instrumental element, the piano. Well, there's a lot of like super good synth. In Garage Band, I don't know if you. <laughs> oh. This new. Ugh. Why does it. Sounds almost like that Hello Kitty game we played in some spots. So then we just like. That, like. <clears throat> And then you get the boy singing over it like, Girl, I want to take you to the dance with me tonight. Come on. Yeah. That's promising. And that took me, that took, how long did that take me? That took me like three minutes. That's one song in the fucking can. If they just start the, they turn the servers on tomorrow, they can have millions of songs done by launch day. You know what I mean? As long as Hello Games just lets us borrow that engine, which I don't think, I don't see why not. I don't think that'll be a problem. You're not, you're not going to use it for anything else. So come on. Yeah, hey, fork it over, buddy. Fork get over don't be such a greedy pig don't be such a cincinnati hog <laughs> exactly uh griffin this game seems very good yeah i would play the fuck out of this i want game. this to exist me? yeah I do too. i'm still a little i gotta be honest i'm still a little horned up about that hitman mod where you're sneaking candy into a theater but uh, this is this is also great they're both great i can do the soundtrack for that one too yeah i'd love to hear it the- That sounds like the Rugrats theme song. Weird. Uh, what's the game called? Boys. No. Cuties. Cuties. Cute. No, because they're not all going to be cute, is it? That's true. Um, mm, the Idol Master. <laughs> no. The word pop's got to be in there. Too, too cute to be forgotten. With the numbers? Yeah. That's very long, Griffin. Do we just call it 224? Like in the know? People in the know? Yeah. Oh, man. You get that new 224 expansion? Do you expansion? Did you get the new pack? It's got it new makes, songs. It makes the music even worse. It's excellent. <laughs> it's, got, it's got one that sounds like a, a, a drum set being thrown down a flight of stairs under the Doug theme song. It's very good. It's really, really but, good. But every song is different. So that part's but still But all the cool. songs are completely different. But they're all, they all kind of sound like the Rugrats theme. <laughs> <laughs> like all the songs are like super different, and like sometimes you're on one, and you're like, "Whoa, this one's amazing!" But if you look, it, it, the topography of the song, the waveform is still shaped mostly. We're veering dangerously close into to episode twenty-eight territory here, Griffin. <laughs> oh fuck! What's the game called? Do we just do we do we? I don't know how much our technique oh, has been working lately. Me and you, here we go. You, I'll do a word about boys. You do a word about bands. Here it comes. About bands. Three. Three. Two, two one, one brothers teen. teen brothers i was thinking like maybe a jonas brothers okay vibe. hold on but you were supposed to do the band word yeah and you like said a, boy a boy's band. word uh, i guess that is a boy's word isn't it Shit. isn't it oh no what if i'd said brothers yeah fuck what would i have said three two two one, one. Backstreet. Backstreet Incorporated. Backstreet Incorporated you can't pretty... call it fucking Backstreet. yes you can they don't have the fucking copyright on backstreet are you joking they have Backstreet Boys, but I think Backstreet Inc. But people- it's going to muddy the waters. Like, I do want beautiful K-pop groups or, like, edgy, sort of, like, hip-pop fusion groups coming into the mix. I don't, I don't want everybody to come in and be like, oh, well, I guess the only way to win is to make is to make the Backstreet Boys again. Well, the problem, okay. I mean, the problem, Griffin, what you want is so incredibly broad that the only thing that could possibly cover all of it would be the term boy band or boys. So Boys Incorporated... Uh, is, is no it doesn't have to be boys it could be teens it could be young adults it could be young men yeah 
young men incorporated and teens incorporated are not products i wanted to put out into the world that's young men's club business business boys industry business industry boys industry boys industry boys industry industry boys back industry boys industry boys industry boys (laughs) (laughs) that one stinks it's stupid can we use it industry boys industry boys and then if you install the after dark mod they're industry boys can you give me a sample spoon of the punctuation (laughs) sort of the syntax of industry boys i think it's the first half of the word industry and the last half of the word backstreet perfectly portmanteaued together into industry i think maybe the s is capitalized we've got a camel case thing because i feel like if you see that on the shelf industry boys the human brain sees street boys and immediately thinks boy band Gotta hit. You like it? I do. I like it. <laughs> this has been Cool Games Inc. Video game design podcast. Oh man, I meant to keep this one tight. Uh oh, didn't do it, did we? No, we went a little long, but it's all good. The thing is, it's there's a lot of good good meat on these bones for you to yeah, strip away. And I'm not gonna have to edit out 30 minutes of this while we complain about <laughs> not being able to find the right blast. Right, as long parts. as we we couch our whininess in jokes, I think it's fine. Um, thanks for listening to uh, Cool Games Inc. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. If you wouldn't mind telling a friend and tweeting about the show and spreading the word any way you can, we appreciate it. We've started to do uh, weekly YouTube videos that uh, Clayton at Polygon has been putting together for us. They're really fucking great. They're sick. What was what, this week's episode? Was uh, it was gosh, what was it? Uh, it was you. <clears throat> it was the dash button. The Amazon Dash Button incident. We have a YouTube yeah. version of that. So if you want to ever share Cool Games Inc. with a friend, the best way to do that is probably just send them one of those two-minute YouTube videos. That'll tell them everything they need to know. I'll go ahead and spoil uh, what we've got coming on, on Monday. You're going to really oh, love this. Oh, do you have it? I, I haven't seen it. I've seen an early early cut of it. It's going to be the uh, the Dance Hunter, the Vangabus one with Patrick oh, Klepek. Um, okay. So look forward to that. Um, also, Nick and I do a series that uh, called Car Boys. Which we did as a one-off thing of us playing this bonkers game called Beam.ng.drive. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just going to be one video. And then Nick was like, let's turn it into a series. And I was like, I don't think it's got le- It's got legs. It's Holy shit, Griffin, this game. I have, like, here's the thing that, just a peek behind the scenes on, on Beam.ng.drive. Uh, we, we've, we've sort of nailed it down. We're going to do a new episode every Thursday as long as it still feels worth doing, I think. Um, Griffin, I'm harboring so many beamng.secrets from you. There are so many features in that game that I know about that I haven't shared with you yet that, like, I honestly feel like we have content for days. There's a, there's so much in there. It's a magnificent game. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Join us next week. We'll see you then. Until then, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. I'm fine. <laughs>